Welcome to the Ethics Experts, where we're elevating ethics and compliance and HR to the strategic level it's supposed to be. All we hear about is how horrible companies are and how abused and retaliated against whistleblowers are. What we're not hearing is that there are companies, and I believe Navax releases a report every year studying hotline data. They provide hotlines. They see how many issues are resolved, either with the issue was reported and it turned out to be true or it didn't turn out to be true. And I've checked it a couple of times. I can't believe it. People should check it. Don't, don't use this number. Go look up Navix's last report that's publicly available. I think it's like 50% end up to be incorrect. Do you know what happens to people who are accused falsely of a, an ethical or a re regulatory issue? In many cases, their career is destroyed. Their reputation within the organization is destroyed. Or publicly, they are chastised before a single fact is gathered or a single person is interviewed. Yeah, it's a guilty, um, you know, Instantly. guilty first type of thing. Guilty before proven innocent. Okay. So here's the problem that I couldn't talk about until I was retired. Till I could only harm my reputation and not someone else's, some other organization. I'm no longer employed. And I'm telling you, somebody should start to speak out about the falsely accused. It's not happening. They are not protected. Given the data I have seen, it's entirely possible it's half the people. So what do you do? What do we do about that? Well, some fool, first of all, has to sound the alarm. No? Some fool has to come out with data, grab data like Navex data and stand up in front of a big crowd, get on Twitter, get on LinkedIn and say, there is this thing that we can't talk about because there is a, a group of people who will shout you down and trash your reputation if you say anything, but every whistleblower is correct and retaliated against any other i'm i am so going down if you publish, do it do it and you are certainly welcome to do so sir is <laughs> this is the first time i've ever done this think about it. this crap has been on my mind for 24 years roughly since wow. i was a compliance officer and I'm only now speaking up. First of all, somebody has to sound the alarm, withstand the, the people who will say, there is nothing can be said except for all whistleblowers are right and all whistleblowers are falsely retaliated against. No other message can get through. Someone has to stand up to all that, overcome all that, and get people to at least do critical thinking. 
Let's go gather some facts. Let's go interview some people. Let's go tell some stories, not about the whistleblowers retaliated against, about the individual whose career was trashed through an investigation. And at the end, they were found out to be innocent. Unfortunately, they were tarnished for life. Anybody remember the fellow named Richard Jewell? Why do you think that Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood, couldn't remember his name for a moment, did, uh, did that movie? Clint Eastwood's got a little bit of my thinking in him. That guy was falsely accused trashed by the unethical press before any facts were gathered. His life was ruined. Then they did a little research. There was a proper investigation and he's found out to be innocent. Am I missing something here? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and I, I, I wonder if it's trending worse because of like the cancel culture that we're in. In, in the book, I have a quote from Barack Obama saying the cancel culture is wrong. One of the first questions I got when I got interviewed about the book, aren't you concerned that you alienate half of the population by quoting a politician? And I said, wouldn't it be ironic if I got canceled by half the people in this country <laughs> quoting a politician saying the cancel culture is wrong? It's almost worth it, yeah. <laughs> no, sir, that's exactly what, it's not almost, it's why I left it in. I if I it. die on this hill, it was worth it. Yeah, it's like, Very prove, it prove the point. It would prove the point of the insanity of it. Do you know what I mean? You know, there's a lot of insanity going on right now that we've touched on a lot today, and... It's why I started this book. It's why I wrote this book. It turns out to be a gigantic can of worms. I wonder, I love talking to people like you because you make me think. Okay, so I, I, in 1980, I stumbled in the microcomputer industry before everybody else and I realized it was big, but I'm too young to realize I was more correct than the experts who worked in the ID department. I walked away from that industry. Five years later, I realized the error of my ways, it was too late, maybe and I just wandered off. I said, if I'd ever come back, maybe if I ever see it again, I will not wander off, I'll go to the center. Compliance came along, all the lawyers told me it was garbage. I ignored them and went to the center and created what is now an internationally of, uh, effective organization at helping people prevent, find, and fix ethical and regulatory problems. What if? There is a third thing in my life that I have discovered and decided to, I think it's going to be big. I'm there early and mm -hmm. that if I go to the center, I can have some fun or money. I just don't really, I'm not going to seek the money, but if I do, don't call me a bad guy. <laughs> um, is what if, a small group of people realized the horrors of some of the stuff we've been talking about mm -hmm. and jump out in front. The difference being that the first guys are going to die on, on the hill 
whereas I didn't have that risk when I was IT or I didn't have that risk in compliance. Although I got beat up a lot, I must have been. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I found my third thing. I don't want to find my third thing because I want to retire. Yeah, you're five days in, so. <laughs> five days in, you're already thinking about the third thing. But I mean, how would it work? I mean, I like the idea of it because I think the false accused thing is obviously taking advantage of these avenue. It's taking advantage of the spirit of what these avenues are supposed to do, right? Um, it's supposed to, you know, I mean, falsely, you know, nobody sets up a, a government hotline for uh, whist whistleblowers of financial crimes to enable people to take advantage of that to, uh, you know, roast some somebody that is, was mean to them. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. What would it look like? I mean, would it look like something where there was sort of teeth or retaliation against people who were making false claims? You know what I'm saying? I'm just kind of thinking. Oh, right. Good luck like. with that. But, but, but heck yes. There should be, and particularly if you can, you can prove there's two kinds of people make, that make up the theoretically 50% of the false claims. The, the ill-informed, nice people who didn't understand what was happening, was wrong about what people were doing, or was wrong about the rule of law. What they were doing was okay. And then there's the people who are just trying to ruin That's somebody. That's a false negative, basically. Yeah, exactly. And and we got to have those. Those, those got to stay in the program. They're just a, an unfortunate uh, part of the deal. You can't You can't get the good the correct people without getting the false negatives. a beautiful right. metaphor. However, there are, what percentage of the 50% of the people are wrong are wrong on purpose. Right. And which of those can you even identify for? Yeah, you, sorry. Good luck with all that. You solved that problem. I can't see. Let me answer your question. <laughs> How is this all going to roll out? Right. Okay. If I'm correct, it would be like, I don't know, but it's unstoppable. It, it, if this is like the, the rollout of, of microcomputers, there was no stopping that. If it was, even though everybody told me I was an idiot back then, when, they, when, when compliance started, everybody told me I was an idiot and, and it was gonna happen whether I was involved or not. It, it wasn't my idea, it wasn't anybody's idea, time was right, okay? It was happening and the same thing's happening with this. There will be a correction. The pendulum will swing back from this overcorrection that all people accused of guilt of, 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 of a crime or an unethical behavior are guilty. The idea is patently absurd, but that's what we're doing right now. Right. If you accuse any, particularly a company, a, a leader, a supervisor, a CEO, oh my God, they're all guilty. All evil. They're all greedy, except for my uncle Joe who runs a company. He's wonderful. No, unlike my uncle Nick, who runs a company, who's not only a good guy, but he's he's teaching others how to be good at this. Okay, you can't stop this. But I'll tell you what: there's going to be some early adopters. There's going to be some noise makers. There's going to be some people who stand on the hill and say, "I'm about to get shot in the in 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 the foot <laughs> by other people." who are the cancel culture guys. And they're, they're gonna say, how could you possibly ever say anything about whistleblowers that isn't good? 
that isn't positive, that isn't 100% supportive. You're a bad guy. And, and you know what? It's going to be some guy like the person, the position I'm in. I don't care what they say. They can't take my money. The recession did, but the stock market did. But that'll come back. I don't need their money. I don't need their accolades. I got 23 years of pats on the back. I, I, I appreciate it. I got way more than I deserved. I got gr way more than I needed. I don't need any of this crap. I could be that guy who stands on the hill and starts making noise. Somebody, if any me, it's somebody, right? That's what you said. How's this going to roll out? It's going to roll out whether you want it or not. It's going to roll out whether the cancel culture strikes out against it, in my opinion. The pendulum swung too far to, 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 for, a, for a, a, a culture like ours, which says that you should get due process. Right. This ain't due process. We just haven't figured out it isn't due process. Nobody is standing up for the false accused. Yeah, and uh, there's, no, there's no downside to make the accusations, to your point. There is no downside to the accusation. And I got to tell you, that, like I said, this, that's for you. You figure that one out. You figure, I'm being facetious. Here. I get it, yeah, yeah. I have no answer for anybody about how to penalize those that maliciously uh, accuse people because you, it's incredibly hard to prove that. And Like and you're saying that malicious intent is hard to prove. Exactly. I don't know how, where are you going? Now, maybe they told somebody, maybe they wrote it down. Hang those people from the highest tree. Right. But unfortunately, the false, the, the, the malicious intent guys are going to look just like, in most cases, in my opinion, the, the good hearted people who are just wrong. Exactly. And so let's, let's use that number, right? Let's say that 50% are substantiated and 50% aren't. And let's say that those 50% that aren't, let's, let, let's rule out things like, well, we just couldn't really substantiate it. Right. I'm saying like in that it's either wrong on purpose or wrong on accident. But okay. I don't know to your point how much those of uh, the proportion is of either one of those. Okay. So I, I figured out the answer a, a little more. It's still hard. Right. But okay. You can't penalize people for bringing up potential issues. I would like to see those people left alone forever unless beyond a shadow of a doubt with physical evidence, you could prove malicious intent hanging from the highest tree. You can't fix the problem there. Where you can fix the problem is like the French and Germans did. Said, okay, you can have your hotline. You can have your incorrect alleg allegations, some of them with malicious intent. But we're gonna have a process after the issue is reported that protects the people as opposed to shoves them into the public spotlight first. We have to start striking out against the press who go after people and ruin their reputation with in, inadequate critical thinking and fact gathering. I don't know. I, I, might, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. Yeah. But just protect the accused. So I, I have an idea. Um, I think this is probably where it's going to go. So think about, you know, in the mid-90s, these compliance programs were kind of just coming out. Uh, these these hotlines were kind of just just coming out, um, and there was kind of both the uh, there's kind of two components I think to the hotline thing. 
One is the, uh, the sort of dollar efficiency of it, right? Like outsourcing that is good from a dollar standpoint versus kind of yeah. stacking on yourself. And then the other one is like sort of the best practice piece because it applies some anonymity, it outsources some liability, it's whatever, right? So those are kind of maybe the two, the two kind of considerations to support this thing. I, my bet is that over the next decade, we're going to see more and more companies not only get their light bulb turned on from a hotline intake perspective, that same, those same arguments can be applied to the investigations piece and they may start outsourcing their investigations. And in that outsource investigation, that can be sort of a lockbox, especially if it's done by a law firm or something, that can be sort of a lockbox to sort of preserve the accused until that recommendation comes out to those people at, you know, those people in charge. I just don't like, I don't know how you fix the old stuff. I'm just saying on a go forward basis, right. that, that may be another kind of, I don't know, what do you, what do, I guess a lockbox is the only thing to kind of call it, a lockbox right. of the investigation to where that, the anonymity on the intake is preserved on sort of the <coughs> intake piece. And then the anonymity of those accused can be sort of preserved in that investigation. Um, I don't know, I'm kind of brainstorming, but okay, maybe so that's, an, that's an angle. It's exactly, you're absolutely right, it's where it's gotta go. But the first step is it's got to be okay to protect the falsely accused. And right now, anybody who says anything about the uh, whistleblower might be wrong is crucified. The cancel culture will crush them. Any company who starts talking about lockboxes or protecting the accused right now will, will be crucified by the in public by those who, who twist it into somehow you hate whistleblower crowd, which is what they're gonna do once you publish this podcast. And by the way, the only request I have is don't, you can edit any of the other parts, but from the moment we, you asked the question about whistleblowers till now, keep it all in no matter how brutally long it is. Because if, if you leave anything out, I said they're gonna twist my words more than they have. Yeah, right. well, we don't really edit this too much. We kind of keep it nice and uh, nice and authentic. So uh, whatever you want to do on any other stuff in this, that's cool. Okay, so you answer your question. We we got to let the people who want to protect the 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 falsely accused to be able to discuss it, to be able to debate it, to put in pl place things that uh, uh, protect the accused. Uh, and uh, maybe in, if we can prove it, uh, strike out against those who are with intent maliciously maligning people. And, and frankly, social media, the press, we gotta be able to discuss it first. And then number two is uh, your idea of lockboxes or protection of, of, of the acute, we just gotta work on it more. We can't even talk about it. I know. Unless you're retired yeah, you, or you have your own podcast. <laughs> I'm not even sure I discussed this on our podcast. I don't, I, I, but I'll tell you what, you post this thing and if enough people listen to this whistleblower part, the comment section is going to be fascinating. Totally. Because it's, um, it's kind of this tightrope and on, on, on the one side, let's say there's a well-meaning whistleblower who's actually reporting bad behavior to an organization that's supposed to espouse integrity and they get blackballed and they get roasted after they've done the things you're talking about and they can't get a job somewhere else because they're on this blacklist of, of whistleblowers. That's not right. 
And then on the other side of the, uh, of the chasm or on the other side of the, uh, you know, the tightrope is this falsely accused thing where, you know, the accused who maybe it's an un unsubstantiated, maybe there's some malicious intent behind the accusation itself. And there's someone hiding behind that veil of anonymity. That's not right. So either side of, of the thing is not good. And we only really talk about the one side though, to your point. Riddle me this, Batman. How many people have you heard talk about the problems associated with whistleblowing and defended the falsely accused? How many people are on the that side of the tightrope and speaking out? And how many people are on the other side saying all accused are guilty, all companies are bad, all whistleblowers are correct, all whistleblowers are falsely and negatively retaliated against. I'm telling you, dude, it's like 10,000 to one. I agree. For every person saying, I think we ought to revisit this topic like the French and, and Germans did, there are 10,000 people with a baseball bat ready to come see you. Just don't tell them where my address is. Man. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting thing, though, because based or uh, that that entire sort of you know I'll say sort of all whistleblowers are good argument is based on the presupposition that you know all whistleblowers are good and that there's never any bad intent on that side. So thus, it's either correct or if it's incorrect or unsubstantiated, then it must be because hey, I'm just it was a you know it was a hustle mistake. You're like those are the only two options. I'm saying. By the way, I I got I got no problem with people who would say that 95 percent of people have good intention when they call the hotline. That's not my objection. That's not my problem. Five percent of them might be malicious. 10, 20, who knows? I don't. It could be zero. I don't figure. Pretend it's zero. I don't care. I'm just saying. We've got to talk more about the fact that a lot of these are wrong. Right. And we've got to be far more careful. And what we got to do is here's what happens right now. There's a whistleblower. According to what I see in Navix, I, I, I got I to talk to Navix before I do any more. I said, they say their data shows that 50% of, of I, I, maybe I'm interpreting it wrong. But let's say whatever the percentage is, a lot of them are wrong. We have to spend more time thinking about and being able to discuss the possibility that some of these whistleblowers are wrong and that recognizing that some accused are going to have irreparable damage because what's happening right now, if you're a whistleblower, in our society, in our media, in our social media, you are correct. And the person who you are accusing of something is guilty and needs to be dragged through the mud. Period. And right. let's do it before the facts are gathered or a person is interviewed. That, regardless of how right I am about anything else I've said, in a society that believes in due process, that needs to be fixed. And it's not gonna be fixed until we have as many people on the right side of the, or no, no, I can't use right, on the north side of the tightrope as the south side of the tightrope, or the east or the west. 
no, that ain't going to work. I don't know. There's one side and the other side. One side right now has the microphone and they're not letting anybody else have it. All people are accused are guilty. And anybody who speaks out otherwise is to be crucified. And then they got one out of 10,000 people on the other side saying, maybe we ought to rethink this. And willing to stand there and take the beating. It's and a eventually we'll fix it. it. I mean, it's it's at least a uh, to your point. It's it's at least a dis a disproportionate argument. Just from a body standpoint or from a mindshare perspective. You go back to the civil debate. You want to get to the truth, my friend. Have a balanced debate. Right. If you want to get to ridiculous horrifying points in the history of planet earth where evil occurred shut down the civil debate support only one side and and let that that's how evil reigns we aren't going to solve this or any other problem like it until we have civil debate on the issue and right now one side won't allow it I am so in trouble, dude. <laughs> well, then this is good content if that's if that's true. <laughs> right, right now, I'm all about that. I'm. This is about the only. By the way, this is about the only thing I'm doing right now is cool. Going out and talking about integrity, talking about the book, trying to push this stuff. I'm sitting around thinking, will anything here trigger my willingness to get back in the game, or go into my shop, or head to Canada and hang out in the wilderness? My plan is family wilderness and my shop and and for a while at least i'm going to do this sort of thing and uh i gotta tell you a lot of it might depend on what i get interested in maybe but how people react and if you if know you were to, if you were to nick if you were to carve this out and say roy snell on whistleblowers and publish it on linkedin and ask for comments. I mean, yeah, I may cut this into a little piece that that this is a, that just carve out that one piece because the problem is it, it, this has been a, a little longer and they might not get to it, and 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 they also might not know it's in there to look for. But if you carve that piece out, I will prove to you that guys like me are just going to get their tails handed to them by the anti defend the guilty crowd, defend the innocent, defend the accused crowd. I'm in the one out of 10,000 defend the accused crowd. And, and, and if I'm right, that comment field is just going to be repeat, replete mm -hmm. with Roy is a moron. And well, and, I don't. Yeah, I, you're, you're probably right. I mean, it's a totally it. biased view. Yeah, we'll do, do it. it. We'll do I it. challenge you to to carve it out, highlight it as as our, do we have this whistleblower thing right? Do some controversial but but honest, fair, mm -hmm. don't, not not clickbait, but what the discussion was about.